Alex It takes a lot to make him happy, and he is clearly pleased. She's up. She's moving nicely. She's got it. Yes. Hello everybody and welcome back to Off the Podium and Olympics podcast as we continue once again with our daily coverage of the Pyeongchang 2018 Winter Games. We're on today 11, we are getting rapidly close to the end sadly, but uh, more to talk about today with medals, we've had fun, we've had excitement, we've had action, we've had controversy, and we've had multiple gold for Canada and sadly we're not represented by Canada uh, today, but uh, we are represented by Australia, myself, Ben, and of course Australia's number one Winter Olympic expert, at least from Emu Plains, of course, that is Mr. Jared Lubick. Jared, welcome back to the show. Thanks, it's a pleasure to be back. Uh, great day for Canada. Uh, we're still waiting on the Aussies to uh, get back into that top 20. I, I think we've peaked, haven't we? I think uh, with Andy kind of uh, sadly having a bit of a bad run tonight, uh, unless we have our Chloe Esposito, Dave Morris moment later on, uh I really don't think we're going to get that magical fourth medal, are we? Yeah, I'm hoping for the uh, ski cross. I'm just <laughs> hoping that it will be a bit a bit similar to the snowboard cross and, and um, a couple of crashes going in our favour to get through. Perhaps our, our off-the-podium jinx will get broken with Sammy Kennedy Sim, perhaps. Uh, I, I still think Jody Bodenhurst is going to do well in the Paralympics. Uh, I don't know if that will count, but um, we're not really covering those. But, uh, yes, sadly for Australia, not a whole lot to talk about um, in terms of the results. We'll get straight into this. Obviously, we're recording this uh, while there are still a couple of things going on as we speak, but we'll let you know what those are uh, when we get to it. Uh, the only two Aussies in competition today, both in the short track uh, and both suffering uh, pretty rubbish results. Deanna Lockett, uh, unfortunately for her, was disqualified from her heat uh, and not the way she wanted to go out of her campaign. And speaking of which, we're never going to get to see the belly rub. He kind of did a chest pat instead of a belly rub. But uh, Andy Jung, he was in the very first heat of the 500 metres and uh, he crashed out of the very first heat of the 500 metres. He actually did get up and uh, finish the race, but... Uh, he was about 20 laps behind or something ridiculous like that. And it's only a, what, a 10 lap race or a 5 lap race. Um, thoroughly disappointing, uh, for both of them, uh, considering that Channel 7 didn't know what to do with themselves as the only Australians competing today. They had to wait all the way to the end. So, uh, yeah, sad, sad night for Australia. Yeah, I don't know what your thoughts on this, but I think that Andy was a little bit robbed. Um, like, to start off with, he had five people in his heat, and there's only four people in all the others, which, I mean, straight away, and still only two people going through. What's the deal with that? <laughs> then some guy cuts him off in front, so then he kind of holds up, and then in the process, he gets pushed from behind, and then obviously goes to fall over. This is in, like, the second lap of, yeah, like, a 
10 lap race or, or whatever. So early on in the race when he's in a decent position, then the guy who pushes him gets disqualified, fair enough, but then he's not advanced to the final. In every single heat, bar one following this, if somebody was penalised, somebody else would have, was advanced to the final. So, I mean, it's, it's not up there with the David Morris, but um, I'm a bit disappointed with, with how this turned out. Look, I, I honestly stopped watching it after he went out. I will be completely honest with you, so I didn't see the other ones. Uh, I, I agree with you, the fact that I think he was a bit robbed because um, the American guy who got disqualified from his heat, clearly he was out. Um, there was no doubt about what he was up to. And um, the two that made it through, to me, didn't really do anything wrong. Uh, so, yeah, I, I agree there, but I didn't realise kind of the other ones went out. So, yeah, sad for Andy. I didn't actually see any of his interviews. Um, you know, he's, he's got a great style about his interviews, Andy. I, I did see Deanne's interviews. And, like, if, if you saw her, if you just, like, I guess, turned on the TV and saw her being interviewed and she wasn't in her athlete's uniform, there's no way in hell I would guess she's an Olympian. She's, like, this diminutive little sort of teenage-looking girl who looks like she should be on, in a room playing video games or something like that. Like, I, I love her. I think she's fantastic. Um, you know, it gives hope to everybody out there that, you know, you don't have to be a certain type to be an Olympic athlete. So uh, I was sad for her, too, because I only kind of saw a bit of a replay of hers, but she kind of caught the flack and she got penalised. So how, how did you think that turned out? Yeah, I thought with hers it could have gone either way. The commentators were straight away, it won't be her who's penalised, she might be advanced. And I'm sitting there, I'm like, I think she's going to get penalised for this because it kind of was it was a bit of both ways push and shove. Um, but I think, yeah, I think I agree with you completely. I think she doesn't kind of stand out as your typical athlete, but she does so well in this sport, particularly being smaller and in a sport where there is lots of pushing and shoving, to be able to hold your ground, being that stature, I think that's really impressive. Yeah, I think it's the second Olympics too, isn't it? So, I mean, I'd like to see her come back. I mean, she's got to be only, what, like early 20s? I mean, she's young. She's, she's you know, if she's older than, you know, early 20s, then she definitely, you know, would get asked for ID a lot. Um, I mean, she is definitely uh, looks extremely young for whatever age. She's 22, I'm looking here, so... um. I, I mean, clearly, at least another couple of games in her, I reckon. But, um, yeah, I, I do love Australian commentators. Um, you know, I think it is a very Australian thing that we can never really admit when we're wrong, can we? Like, in, in any sort of sport. <laughs> like, I'm sure if, you know, it ever gets found out that Ian Thorpe was on, uh, you know, steroids, and heaven forbid he's not, or the, whatever that heart palpitation drug the curling guy's on, um, we would be for sure be like, oh no, Ian's not guilty. This is bullshit. This is this is against us. Like, okay, I know I'm a bit hypocritical about the David Morris stuff. That was bullshit though. Um, so we're, we're a very strange country where we can never really accept when our athletes are in the wrong. Yeah, it, it, it is. It's one of those things where it is. It's just never our fault. Which is just the way of the world, let's be honest. Um, but uh, for Canada, there was quite the opposite. And these golds came in a bit of a flurry, actually. They kind of basically came straight after the other. Um, the freestyle skiing, the women's halfpipe, our beloved event that we love, Cassie Sharp took that one, uh, as really was expected, listening to kind of how she was coming into this in regards to her ranking and just everything along those lines. Um, she's got a 94.4 in a first run, a 95.8 in a second run. Uh, to take the gold, and basically she knew she'd won the gold by a third run because uh, the French woman, Marie Martineau, uh, she had crashed on the last run, so gold was hers. Um, and then straight away, uh, within the space of 15 minutes, uh, it was another gold. Uh, no surprise here to Tessa Virtue and Scott Moyer uh, from Canada. 
they uh, came out, dominated, and got the gold. Uh, I wouldn't say dominated, actually, because um, the French pair have got silver. Uh, Papadakis and Cizeron, Cizeron, uh they actually set a world record score in the free dance uh, section. So uh, mixed with the world record from the short dance, it was, uh, again, didn't know you could get world records in figure skating. Um, but that that is that makes them the most decorated uh, figure skaters in history, or Canadian figure skaters. I'm not sure if you were paying attention, but they've now they've won two golds at these games, and that adds to their uh, silver from Sochi uh, and their gold from Vancouver. And if I'm not mistaken, they were part of the team that got silver in uh, Sochi too. So I think that makes them having five medals in total. In figure skating, and I also did hear that um, they became Canada. This is the very first time they've medaled uh, in more than one event in figure skating at the one game. So uh, yeah, they did also get a silver in the team in Sochi. So uh, I've got a bit to say about the, this sport, though, in terms of just how this works out. But I mean, uh, you know, I think this was to be expected, wasn't it, that they were they take this gold? Yeah, and if they aren't the record holders for um, the most golds at a, at a so the most medals in figure skating, then they're definitely the record holders for the most featured on Australian TV figure skaters. <laughs> yes, what was crazy is that uh, you know in between um, the uh, the the speed skating tonight, every opportunity Channel Seven got. Let's take a look at the fifth place in the ice dancing today. Oh, quick, we're back to the speed skating. Oh, let's take a look at the fourth place. Like. We get it. We saw it. It was on live today. So, um, you know, why are we not seeing live sport? It's ridiculous. My, my question just quickly while we're on this, before we get to some other results. Um, this is a weird sport because you, I think, brought this up yesterday about the fact that it's a little bit boring. We've already seen these routines because these are essentially the same routines that they are skating uh, in the team event. Now, my question is in this sport is if they automatically go into this just repeating what they've already done. They already know what each other's going to score. So why didn't the French team just be like, well, we know what Moyer and uh, Virtue are going to do. Let's change up, put a couple of twizzles and spaghetti arms here that weren't in the first run and try and beat them. Because to me, this seems like it's almost just automatically this is what these teams are going to get if they land and do the spaghetti arms correctly. I mean, it seems like a weird sport where there's no real moving you know, around to change things to, to try and win instead of lose. Yeah, exactly. I think, um, obviously, it kind of makes sense in the other sports to, like, repeat your routine because you're hoping that somebody falls on a jump or something. And, and obviously, stuff can still go wrong in ice dancing, but it's um, a lot less likely to happen. So, yeah, I agree. I think you kind of come into it after that team event knowing how the medals are going to go unless something drastic happens, which doesn't really seem to happen in this sport. You might get out of time a bit, and that's really the worst thing that can happen to you. Yeah, I mean, it's it's, it's not like, like as you mentioned, your, your half pipes or your aerials or things like that where crashes are almost expected. This is legitimately um, something that you really... It's rare, like particularly if you're such a good pairing or you know anything like that. So it is a strange sport. Maybe we've got some figure skating fans out there that can maybe explain it a little bit better to us, but uh, that's just what it seems like on paper. Uh, and to correct uh, my point that I was trying to make before, I've just looked this up. Yes, Virtual and uh, Tessa Virtual and Scott Moyer, with this gold medal, officially become the most decorated medalists in the history of figure skating. Not just Canadians, figure skating. This is their fifth medal in total. Uh, they have eclipsed the great Swedish figure skater of Gilles Grafström, who between 1920 and 1932 took out three gold and one silver. Uh, you know, he, he definitely was a legend. I mean, did you ever think we would live the day, see the day, Jared, where uh, Grafstrom would be uh, out-medaled uh, ever in the history of the Olympics? 
Yeah, at least not in my time. Not not in my time on this earth. Yes, no. It's a, it's a, it's a momentous day uh, for Olympic history, uh, definitely. Um, so yeah, great day for Canada. I have to say though, I feel as though Canada was slightly robbed of another medal in the um, the short track relay. Uh, I don't know if we want to talk about this now. I mean, this maybe can come down to what we watched, but um, this was not that far away since we've recorded, and this was strange. We, we've often questioned the uh, the reasoning behind the B final, and maybe we've discovered why these exist, because uh, essentially the 3,000 metres short track speed skating relay, we had the B final, to which the Dutch came out and smashed a world record, if you don't mind, um, and then just beat the Hungarians, who also went under the world record. So, uh, crazy to think that they've, uh, gone out and broken a world record in a B final. And of course, this is the Dutch, um, and when you think of the Dutch, you don't really think of, um, them in short track. Uh, they, they had at least one or two, uh, medalists in the long track already on their team, didn't they? So, I mean, they'd already obviously, um, kind of just quickly switched over sports, uh, you know, for the sake of that. Uh, so they won that, but then in the A final, uh, with, uh, Korea, China, Italy, and Canada, uh, it was a very tight race, um, kind of went all over the place. Italy basically pulled the Bradbury and said, okay, we'll lead for a little bit, then we'll just go to the back. Canada were ding-donging with China and, uh, Korea, who were the, the two favourites of this event, and essentially Canada were really putting it up to them. They were leading with about five laps to go. They got, fell, fell, fell back slightly, uh, and then I think they caught a roar into the stick when after a change, a South Korean skater tripped right in front of the Canadian, forcing the Canadian to fall over, causing the Italians to fall over as well. Meanwhile, at the front, uh, South Korea and China battled right to the end. South Korea went across the line, gold for them. Somehow, somehow Italy got up to get the bronze, looked as though China were getting the silver, and some reason China were penalised. I didn't see why China were penalised at all. And Canada, who were tripped over because a Korean fell over in front of them, for some reason got a penalty, which therefore, through all of this, means, hello, Netherlands, you're going to win a bronze medal because you won the B final. I'm confused. I don't get where the penalties came from. What the hell happened? Yeah, I'm in the same boat as you. Like, normally, when somebody is penalised or disqualified, they kind of, the commentators kind of make a point of showing where it is and focusing on the footage and saying, oh, it could be from this, could be from that. This, there was, like, no mention of where it could possibly happen. The replays, the ones that they kept showing over and over, in my head, I'm like, well, like, the Koreans are going to, like, get penalized here, and they've already celebrated, and they've done a lap, and, like, this crowd is going to be so angry, and they're going to be so loud, and they're booing and really disappointed, and I'm like, the Koreans are going to be gone, and then they're calling it out, and they're like, two penalties from the final. I'm like, well, that is the Koreans are out. Who's the other one? Um, and then, yeah, for the fact to, to it to be the Chinese and Canada, I was like, where did that come from? And then, yeah, finally explaining the point of a B final. So I suppose I can kind of accept it in this, but I'm still a little bit um, suspicious of it in the uh, snowboard cross because in that you have five people going down the hill, so you'd need to, like, three people to wipe out and not be able to finish the course for somebody from the B final to get something. It's so crazy to think that four people could have, like, been disqualified. Four teams, all four teams somehow could have been disqualified and then Nor- uh, Netherlands win the gold. Um, yeah. It's a thing that is just so crazy about this whole thing. It's like, yeah, like, you're absolutely right with the, the replays. Like, there was nowhere in that. And, you know, clearly you and I are automatically short track experts after watching this, you know, once every four years. But, like, th- I didn't see anywhere that... 
either Canada or China could, and I was exactly the same as you. I thought it was the Koreans. I thought the Koreans were going to get disqualified. I thought we were going to have shades of 2002, you know, when there's going to be like this controversy with Korea getting stripped, you know, sort of right at the end. But I just couldn't see it. Uh, I mean, props to the Italians for pulling a Bradbury, and we, we didn't even get to see. The co- commentator said they did the change while crashed into the wall. I want to see that! Like, you know, so I'm guessing maybe Canada got penalised because they didn't do a change properly when they fell over, maybe? Um, that's the only thing I can think of, but again, they didn't show it. And China, I don't know where they got a penalty for, but... Uh, it was interesting. I mean, congratulations to Korea. They uh, they get another gold uh, in their home Olympics, of course. And the Dutch, you know, uh, they can only ever win it um, on anything that involves ice. So uh, congratulations to them and Italy as well, I guess, for for pulling a Bradbury. So um, you know, it's it's, it's I do love the relays on the short track. I mean, obviously for Australians, you know, I think we've long forgotten where our first ever Winter Olympic medal came from. But uh, 1994, where were you, Jared? I mean, that was our that was our first one. So it's, I've always got a bit of a soft spot for the short track relays. Yeah, watching the TV as a two-year-old, I was um, <laughs> cheering the Aussies on. Yeah, no, I, I bet you were. Um, I mean, so we've basically really covered all the, the medals there in terms of um, what's actually happened. So uh, just to go over those, so the ice dancing figure skater, yeah, Virtue Moya, the silver went to uh, France with Papadakis and Cizeron, Cizeron, and America, the bronze with uh, Shibatani and Shibutani uh, taking the bronze there. The freestyle skiing, as you said, sharp for Canada. Uh, so France twice to uh, Canada, they went the silver behind them. Mari, Matanod, and uh, America too. So basically uh, three countries, the same... Uh, Finishing positions there. Britta Sigourney took the bronze there for the women in the women's half-pipe freestyle skiing. And as we just said, South Korea gold, Italy silver, and the Netherlands bronze in the short track speed skating 3,000-meter relay. So we've got the biathlon mixed relay is on currently as we speak. Um, I'm not sure if that perhaps has finished or not. Jared, I don't know if you've got any, if you're watching it or anything like that. Uh, from what I can see, it hasn't uh perhaps this will finish by the time we um get to the end of this episode uh i'm just quickly clicking through here to see if it has uh i'll have to come back to it i my screen here is being strange is it okay no it's still going no it's finished are we do i do i know what i'm talking about here according to my results it has finished and if the results i've got here are correct france have taken the gold norway have gotten silver Italy have gotten bronze. So um, I got it wrong the other night in Skeleton, but I'm going to say that's what I've got here right now. Canada got 15th. Uh, mm, that the- sounds sounds about right, because I did see a French person holding a flag <laughs> uh, skiing, but like I figured Channel 7, it's probably a replay from three days ago. Or either that or the French were like running from something and surrendering. Like, I'm French! I'm French! I'm running away! Uh, Canada actually got 12th. I'll correct myself there, not 15th. Uh, so they did get a bit of positions. Uh, better there, and that means that the only other one left is the Nordic combined, my favourite, uh, which, yeah, is just about to start. Uh, I'm just looking here. Uh, so uh, we look forward to seeing how that will play out, because we do love a bit of Nordic combined. Uh, currently, uh, the leader of that is Japan's Akito Watabe, uh, after the, um, race, oh no, that's the cross country, sorry, so they're about to start the cross country portion of that. Um, so we'll see how that plays out there. We'll probably have to give that result tomorrow. Uh, and we have other, uh, just also in the ice dancing. So Canada had, uh, two other pairs. They were eighth and ninth. Uh, for those playing at home, 
Um, and in the freestyle, uh, the half part, they also had another Canadian in the final, uh, Rosalind Gronerwood, uh, she was 10th position. And, uh, in the short track, uh, the heats, uh, lots of people made it through. I don't have that result. I'll, I'll pull that up in a second. What else? What did you watch today, Jared? I think we've covered really everything already, but, uh, you know, anything that I didn't cover there that you also watched today? Uh, I caught a little bit of the curling, which I think is on at the moment, just to catch uh, what pants the Norwegians were wearing today. So they're doing a, a floral print in the pant today. Beautiful. Um, and Does it look currently good? that's helped. They're winning at the moment. Ah, uh, it's not their best look. I think the Hawaiian was a better kind of, if you're going to go for the floral print, go for the Hawaiian look. Um, it's no polka dots, but um, I mean, it's something different. That's the main thing. Yep. As long as it's no outfit repeating there, I'm okay with it. That's good. Um other than that, I watched the men's ice hockey. I believe it was Norway and Slovenia. Slovakia. Slovenia? Slovakia. Slovakia. The and one of the two, yep. <laughs> um, and then I saw the ski half I didn't catch the women's, but I caught the men's qualifying, I assume it was. Uh, and I'm a little bit concerned um, because I think it was three New Zealanders into the final. There was four in the event and three got through to the final. So I'm, I'm a little bit concerned because they were kind of up in the field too. So, um, Ouch. I don't know. If they win one gold, they're ahead of us on the medal tally. Oh, tally so um, just yeah. preferably no medal at all. But if you're going to get something, uh, can you just make it a silver or a bronze, please? Yeah, please, New Zealand, please. I, I will correct myself, actually. Uh, Jared, you were correct. Sorry, Norway did beat Slovenia. Sorry, I thought you said the US, not Norway. I wasn't listening to you. Uh, the US were playing Slovakia, so uh, you were correct. Um, yeah, I, I caught the uh, half-pipe, the women's. I didn't see any of the men's, so uh, that's news to me, what you've just said there. Uh, a bit of the uh, ice dancing. Well, I mean, I had no choice. Channel 7 decided to show it to death. Obviously, the short track. And, yeah, I saw a bit of the uh, women's bobsleigh as well. Nigeria just had a run uh, just before I came on air. Um, and just on that, I did skip over some of those other non-metal sports. I'll just add to what I was saying that uh, the women's two... The two-woman bobsleigh is happening. The second run is about to happen. But after the first run, um, USA leading Germany, leading USA. Uh, and Canada in fourth, ninth, and 13th. Jamaica are in 18th and uh, Nigeria uh, dead last. So, uh, yeah, Jamaica, for once, are uh, beating people. Uh, that sounded a bit mean, Ben. Um, in the men's tournament of the curling today, uh, did that help the Norwegians out? Uh, they, no, they got thrashed 10-3. So, uh, clearly their pants not too happy for them today. Uh, good to see the men in the Canadian side, uh, finally got back on the winning list, uh, 8-4. Over Japan, South Korea 8-7 over the Swiss, and Sweden locked their position into the semi-finals. They won 7-3 over Italy, um, and there are a couple of other matches, as you said, still to come, still to finish. Uh, USA against Switzerland, Norway against Italy, Japan against Denmark. The current standings uh, in that, of course, the top four advance through to the semi-finals. Uh, Sweden are 100% in. They have only lost the one match, but uh, they are locked in, so the other three positions currently going to be fought out. Canada in second, Britain third, Switzerland in fourth. Uh, they look likely to be the teams there. Japan have got a bit to catch up on, and so do Norway. So looks like, uh, Jared, sadly, the Norwegians might not be wearing any semi-final pants. Um, so you might have to wait a few more years. Uh, and the women's uh, curling today... If this wants to be nice to me, there we go. Uh, Canada, after getting back on the uh, winners list, are starting to fall away again. They lost uh, 7-5 to China, sadly. Uh, South Korea continue their strong performance, 9-6 over the US. 
Great Britain 8-6 over Japan. Uh, so that means that in the top four of that, Canada are uh, looking likely they might miss out on the medal rounds here in the curling. They've got to have, hope for a miracle to happen. South Korea all but a shorter spot. They're on top. Uh, Japan second, Sweden third, Britain fourth. So uh, the Canadians, they've got to find something here because uh, they're currently uh, a bit of percentage out. They've got to win and hope that the Brits and the Americans uh, struggle in their last few days. Now, yeah, you mentioned the uh, halfpipe here, uh, the three New Zealand. So let's just go over the 12-man final featuring four Americans, two Canadians, two French men, an Austrian, and three New Zealanders. <laughs> There's only one New Zealander did not make it through. Oh, Miguel Porteous will be shitting himself. He missed out. Um, but uh, he's, I guess that's his brother, is it? Nico Porteous? He's through. Yeah, I think that was three, three, two of them, three of them. Uh, there's a Nico Porteous. Uh, there's a Bo James Wells. So they're all related. Byron Wells, mm. Bo James Wells, Nico Porteous, and Miguel Porteous. So we've got two pairs of brothers there, I'm guessing, or two husbands each. I don't know. Uh, father and son, <laughs> but, <laughs> um, so Byron Wells was fourth, Bo James Wells was fifth, Nico Portis was 11th, and, uh, Miguel Portis was 17th. Um, sadly, the Irish, uh, skier, Brendan Newby, uh, was 22nd, but the fast, the highest qualifier, Aaron Blunk, the American, um, yeah, God, three New Zealanders in a final, that's not good. Uh, the women's ice hockey today, it was playoff matches. Uh, Switzerland 1-0 over Japan, they will finish 5th. And Sweden 6-1 over Korea, they will finish 7th. And, uh, yeah, I think South Korea will be ruining the, uh, the, the combination there with the North Koreans. They really cost them there. Uh, I think they could have easily finished 7th had they not had the North Koreans on there. Uh, in the men's side of things, as you said, um, Norway, Slovenia. So, Slovenia are out, which is a... They beat US in their first game, and they're all done and dusted. So, 2-1, Norway go through. They'll take on uh, the Olympic athletes of Russia uh, in the quarterfinal. The USA, 5 over Slovakia, 1. So, they uh, haven't really been too impressive, the Americans, but they've lived to fight another day. They will take on the uh, Canada's conqueror, the Czech Republic, so um, that will be a very interesting battle. The other ones that are ongoing right now as we speak, Finland are playing South Korea. The winner of that will take on the Canadians, and Switzerland playing Germany. The winner will take on Sweden. So you'd assume Finland will uh, take out South Korea there quite easily. So Finland-Canada will be a very interesting quarterfinal. Um, and Switzerland, you would assume, would uh, take out Germany. So it should be the Swiss and the Swedes. Poor Mallory, she doesn't know who the hell is playing in that game. Um, and in the women's 1,000 metres, just for the Canadians, so three Canadians are through to the semi-finals, uh, in St. Gilles, Boutin, and, uh, Maotai, and in the men's 500 metres, there are going to be one Canadian in the 1,000 metre gold medalist, Samuel Gerard is through. So, um, Charles Hamlin, no, he's out again. Uh, he, he was out with a penalty, so, uh, the off-the-podium curse strikes once again. Poor old Charles Hamlin. Um, athlete of the day, Jared, who have you got in mind? Uh, I think I'm just going to give it to uh, Virtue and Moya. I think um, even though they didn't get the best score in, in their free dance, to me, they just dance to the music kind of better than everybody else. I think it comes down to their routine. like They accent at like, the right moments, and as the music changes, they do cool lifts and stuff. Um, their spaghetti arms are significantly better than other teams' spaghetti arms. They don't annoy me so much. So, um, 
yeah, on the basis of that, I'm going to give athletes of the day to those two. Yeah, I kind of think I'm going to do the same. Just, uh, there's just something about them. I mean, the fact that they've gotten their fifth overall medal in, uh, you know, one sport in figure skating. I mean, I think Ian Thorpe only walked away with five Olympic medals and we treat him like he's a god. I mean, you know, I'm not trying to be disrespectful to figure skaters, but I don't often think of figure skating as a sport where you walk away with multiple medals. I kind of, you know, picture it like a gymnastics where kind of you only really go to one Olympics and then that's it. Um, I guess it's not as age-based as gymnastics, but, um, yeah, it's, it's pretty, it's pretty awesome for them to be able to walk away with, you know, five medals in total. Then, can I just point out, Colin mentioned this a little bit when we talked about them and what Canada's doing. They're so doing it. Like, they are so doing it. These two are like hot for each other. Um, which just adds, you know, an element to them just being exciting on the ice in more ways than one. Um, I mean, they're doing it, aren't they, Jared? Come on. Yeah, I would say so. Yeah, absolutely. Um, now, Channel 7, I didn't really kind of pay too much attention to much of their stuff today. I mean, I noticed Hamish McLaughlin, I think I forgot to mention this last night, he uh, made a couple of faux pas about, oh, and here's Tom Williams interviewing the bobsledders, and it wasn't, it was some other person. Um, and I think I briefly caught, like, they cut a little bit too early onto Hamish McLaughlin's mic this evening, and I heard him at one point going, when are we on? And yes, there's Andy Jung. <laughs> like, they just cut him a little bit too early. Uh, but I mean, you know, as I said before, they just, oh, he's 10 seconds. So let's show another replay of a replay. Uh, I don't know if you have any, uh, extra things to add to that. No, just similar things. I noticed, yeah, the same with kind of the cutting away tonight was a little bit off. Even, I think it was Andy Jung in his interview, like he was talking and then he was pretty much finished wrapping up, but then they just kind of cut away to, to a different event and didn't let him finish, which I thought was a little bit slack. Yeah, yeah. So shame on you. Channel 7. Um, now, have we done, and the, my name is Kim Putin, Putin, as we talked to her? Uh, I don't think we have. Uh, she's won, obviously, a medal in the short track, and she's kind of doing all right. So we'll go through this, and if I've, we've already had this one, then please, Jared, let me know. So, uh, hello, my name is Kim Booten, and I'm Canadian. I want somebody to, like, cross it out and go, and I'm sort of Canadian. I was born in America. <laughs> I emigrated. Uh, my favourite Olympic moment is Last Plunge of Roxon Filion. Uh, I'm sure Canadians would know what that is. Uh, if I could have any superpower, it would be invisible. <laughs> like, it doesn't say invisibility. She just want invisible. My favourite sports movie is Million Dollar Baby. She has very neat writing. I just want to point that out. Draw a picture of yourself. She's sitting down painting something and her face seems to be wearing like a fencing helmet or something um <laughs> i don't know if you're looking at this but like she's got no face like she's she's like hair's in her eyes or something that's uh, very yeah good. it looks like she's under witness protection here. yeah <laughs> it's actually quite a uh good drawing the most recent tv show i binge watch is black mirror can't say i've seen it draw a picture of one of your teammates uh <laughs> it's like how would you describe this so there's a woman Slipping on a banana, and she's put in a speech bubble, banana, and then she's fallen on a bum. It always happens to me. <laughs> what? Is she ripping shit into one of her teammates that they complain all the time? Like, uh, but which one is she? Yeah, well, exactly. Uh, <laughs> exactly. And this one here. She's the one on the ground. She's actually a really good drawer. If you were an animal, which would you be? Draw and explain. So she's drawn a very interesting-looking uh, tortoise, turtle. I'm going to say tortoise. It's got feet, not flippers. Um, 
Oh, so she says it's a turtle, though. Uh, okay. Because I would like to have some qualities of the turtle. They are insiring... They are insiring us? Ins- I guess it's meant to be inspiring. To pursue our path with determination and in serenity. They take time to look around them to find balance and sustainable solution to concerns. Is this woman high? Like, what is she going on about? She can draw well, but she doesn't explain shit. Um, what? Do you understand what she just said? Yeah, I don't really... <sighs> Turtles. They To me, they don't inspire, like, determination and serenity. Maybe in the water, but I'm just thinking of them on land and just looking flailing on the, on the land. Um, yeah, I don't know. I... I don't get that much from turtles. And, and you would think that, like, in a sport which is required to be fast, uh, <laughs> she doesn't really want to be that. Uh, I'm clicking, if I click on French, does it explain it better or something? Oh, God, now I'm, I'm all in French now. I don't know where I am. Um, okay, Kim Putin. Putin, Putin. Mm, I want poutine. Uh, all right, so uh, fan messages. I haven't checked this today. How are we looking today? Did we, did we make any? Uh, I haven't seen any of ours, but um, I did see another like PS and the name, but it wasn't the one we read out. So um, I don't know. That, is that a writing technique the kids are using these days? Maybe, maybe it's up there with like Bay or something like that. Um, all right. So this one's from Dylan. D- D- I think it's going to be Dylan, but they spelled a Dylan uh, from New South Wales. Hello, Dylan. Uh, to Scotty James. Hey Scott, just wanted to congratulate you on the medal you got. You should be proud of what you have accomplished, and you are an amazing snowboarder. Thanks, Dylan. Um, from Roz, New South Wales, to Oz Olympic team. You are all amazing athletes. I am in awe. You choose such extreme sports and excel at them so bloody well. Congratulations to you all. I love the Winter Games. So much more exciting than the Summer ones. You guys have no fear. Congrats and good luck. Um... Cool. Uh, alright, so, uh, this is a long one. I like the long ones, because I don't, I don't read the long ones until I read them out on this. So this one's from Lorraine Lad Hudson to Kalani Crane. Hi Kalani, we just want you to know that you are in our hearts. Oh, that's a bit kinky. Uh, and that we are so proud of you. Enjoy every moment of your short program and skate in the present. What? Is she gonna come out in like a box or something like that? You are beautiful inside and out. Well, she's in the heart, so there must be a surgeon or something. And a credit to your sport and to your family. We're thinking of you and are cheering you all the way from home. Love the lad Hudsons. Enjoy. Uh, okay. Um, oh, Chloe, New South Wales, to Kalani Crane. Hi, Kalani. You did really well last year in Canada. I watched you on YouTube. Good luck this year in the Winter Olympics in Korea. Uh, glad that she wants a reminder there. Emily, New South Wales, Ekaterina. is so popular, isn't she? Alexandra Droskaya. You're the best. I'm a big fan. Send me a message. <laughs> um, Ari DS, New South Wales, Danielle Scott. Dear Danielle Scott, congratulations on a great Olympics campaign. Yeah, she crashed out in the final. Uh, you did great. Aerial skiing looks like a hard sport. I can't imagine doing so many twists in the air. You must get dizzy. Well done on a great run. I bet all your family and friends are very proud. In fact, I bet all of Australia is. Hope to see you in Beijing. Uh, there's a, there's a Vox Pop idea, Joe. Let's just walk around the streets and go, excuse me, as an Australian, are you proud of Daniel Scott? And I bet people would be like, who? Uh, <laughs> um, Winston of New South Wales to John Farrow. Hi, I'm doing a school project and I chose you for it and I'm really impressed by your amazingness. Smiley face. 
Um, Ava from New South Wales and Scotty James. Thank you for trying your hardest in the snowboarding games. <laughs> what are the snowboarding games? Is that like the game, you know, Hunger Games or something like that? Um, let's see. Uh, I mean, this one sounds a bit wrong. Like, I think they need to uh, keep their kids away from televisions. They're all stuck to it. Amelia from New South Wales to Brennan Carey. I saw your skates in the Olympics, and they were absolutely incredible. The first skate, the whole school was sitting in the hall and watching you perform in total silence. We were really happy for you. Your grandmother teaches kindergarten in our school. The second time, the TV was on, and I was practically glued to the screen. I wish you luck. Uh... <laughs> Run out of characters to mention the third, fourth, and fifth time that he was on TV. <laughs> Seventh, eighth, ninth, tenth. Uh, Annabelle from New South Wales is very specific here. I don't know if uh, Sammy Kennedy Sim here is, uh, you know, going to be scared to catch a plane on these days, or if she's just being specific about her event. Uh, Annabelle says, "Good luck. I hope you are flying through the air on the twenty-first of Feb and the twenty-third of Feb. <laughs> I think you are amazing at freestyle skiing, and you are inspiring to all other young athletes. I am in Year Six and live in Sydney." I really hope you respond to these questions. Do you have a pet? Where do you practice? Why freestyle skiing? From Annabelle. <laughs> I'm sorry, but that sounds creepy. Where do you practice? <laughs> I'm following you. <laughs> oh, my God. I don't know if you've got any here. Uh... No, they're just all too amazing. Um... Xander from New South Wales to Kent Callister. Dear Kent Callister, great job. I was watching you from my home TV. Not a, not a business one or something like that. In Sydney, Australia. Oh, not Sydney, Canada. Oh, damn. You are awesome. Finishing 10th in the Olympics is amazing. I haven't tried snowboarding, but I love skiing and skateboarding and enjoy watching people snowboard. Your timing was perfect and it looked like you were flying, Xander. <laughs> There's no more. There's, oh, no, hang on. There's loading here. Um, I'm just gonna see here, um, uh, <laughs> nine hours ago to Emily Arthur. No name. Apparently you can just leave no name and they'll publish it for you. Hi, Emily, you are very good at snowboarding and you're cool. <laughs> oh, here we go, here we go, here we go. This is, uh, from one of our esteemed viewers who obviously watched the Olympics very closely. From Renak in New South Wales to Brendan Kerry. See if you can pick up which part he obviously saw him at the Olympics. My fan letter, dear Brendan Kerry, I am a big fan of you. You are my favourite figure skater. I love the way you spin and dance. I know how many medals you have. By the way... <laughs> is that like a dick? I know how many medals you have. None. Not hard to tell. <laughs> By the way... Do you know that I know Mrs. Kerry? She taught my sister last year. I will wish you a very good luck, and I hope you will succeed. Go and do your best. Sincerely, Renak. <laughs> it sounds so threatening. Do you know that I know Mrs. Kerry? <laughs> I know how many medals you have. <laughs> None! <laughs> Oh, okay, I'm going to end up with this one. Um, from Kyle Vieira to from New South Wales to David Morris. This is all in capitals. Hey, big fan, come to Lightning Ridge, please. I'm in year seven. Please come. 
Um, and oh, there is another PS. It's actually it's a, basically Maximum Victoria to Scotty James. I'm your big fan. That's all it says. Uh, Molly of Victoria to Emily Arthur. Hi, my name is Molly. I'm your big fan. PS Molly. <laughs> what does that mean? Um, oh, so, uh, this one's from Jody. I know I said last one, but I just, one more here. We might have some breaking news here. Uh, Jody from Victoria to Lydia Yalassila. Um, p- potentially Lydia here looks like she might be continuing in the Olympics, but I think she might be changing to the Summer Olympics if, uh, Jody's got something to do here. Hi, Lydia. I think you did a fantastic job. Hopefully you're going to the 2024 Winter Olympic Games. Will you be going, Lydia? Uh, <laughs> is that the, uh, the 2024 Winter? I didn't realize Paris was actually hosting the Winter Olympics in 2024. Did you know about this? Yeah, it looks like we've got another time traveler and uh, 2022 gets cancelled, <laughs> so you've got to put it on two years later. Uh, okay, final. Sorry, no, I keep saying this. Biumbi from 1 slash 2H New South Wales to Jared Hughes. Hi, Jared. Calum from our class is your biggest fan. Clearly, because he wrote in, we like you because you have the best snowboarding moves. Good job at getting a silver medal. We hope you can send us a message back and we will hopefully read it to the whole class. Oh, we did get published. Hang on. Oscar WA, Anton Grimes. G'day, Anton. Oscar here from the local. See you back here for high tea on me, comma. <laughs> yes! We're in a roll. <laughs> oh, so, so, so good. All right. So we are up to, uh, the H's. Russ Henshaw. Uh, let's, let's give Russ a message. Um, what do we want to say to Russ? Good luck in uh, Tokyo or something like that. Um, mm. uh, let's not Russ even going for the skateboarding. I'm sure. Let's just not put a name and see if it works. I mean, the other ones didn't. Um, hey, Russ, no fuss. Uh, make proud. No pus. Go for Tokyo, twenty twenty, bro. <laughs> That's a kind of boring one. Uh, I'll please fill out this field. Another person didn't put a field in. They got it in. We just put space bar. Oh, no, okay. Uh, let's just put email at hotmail.com. Uh, <laughs> hey, we can do it without putting a name in. <laughs> uh, I'm just Dash, overseas fan. Uh, <laughs> that's that's who we are uh, on Russ Henshaw. Uh, alrighty, so, Russ is down the gurgler, our next person here is, uh, Maddie Himbury. Hello, Maddie. Uh, freestyle skier, of course, where are we? Oh, no, okay. Uh, what are we thinking for Maddie? Uh, any ideas? Uh, I feel like we need to tell her who her biggest fan is in our class. I think so, yes, absolutely. Who is our big? who do you think her biggest fan is? Oh, clearly Mallory. She's so excited about the <laughs> Yes, because she hasn't been on in about six days. Uh, I did try and get... She's like, oh, I haven't really been able to get on because I haven't really been able to watch anything. Um, all right. Hi, uh, Maddie. Mallory in my class is your biggest fan. Do She you... likes your outfit. She likes your outfit. Do you like... Her outfit? <laughs> also, did you know I want to be you? I know where you train. I watch you be you. Let's go gold. Go Australia. 
Yeah. <laughs> we re- there's a reason why no one listens to our show, right? <laughs> Do people know this? Um, I- Molly listens. She wrote P.S. Molly. <laughs> she-, <laughs> she really does. Uh, I just want to actually, while I remember, to Tom, Tom Herron, our one listener, uh, actually did tweet, and we, we got this tweet uh, after we had recorded our episode here, so great minds think alike here. Uh, ben, Alexander Krushelenev, basically the curler guy, uh, a Russian bronze medalist curler, should be your Olympic athlete of the day in your next Off the Pony episode. Why? Because he's a curler who was just caught doping. Who would have thought drugged up curlers? Um, look at you, Jared. You were on the ball. You were thinking like him. So there you go. All right, final one. So we're up to... Oh, Jared Hughes! Now, here we go. Oh, Jazza. Let's see here. Jared, Jared, Jared. Uh, name, uh, Cable Brandon. He hasn't sent in a message yet. Chump, name Chumpy. What's the beef? <laughs> okay. Chumpy. Victoria. What's the beef? <laughs> Done. Oh, Jared just won the Off the Podium Olympics. Um, <laughs> perfect. What's the beef? Oh, it shouldn't be funny, but it is. Uh, it shouldn't be funny, but it is. Okay. Uh, again, pyeongchang2018.olympics.com.au. I feel like some of these messages... Imagine if we just have this massive listener base. We just don't know about it. And uh, this is basically... <laughs> all these troll ones are just following us. Um, I did realise this actually before we look ahead to tomorrow. I didn't... Um, Update uh, anybody on the uh, medal tally. I feel a little a bit bad about that. Uh, and I can tell you, I can tell you, everybody listening at home, because I know you're desperate for me to tell you if I just uh, want to stretch this out just a little bit more. Uh, Norway and Germany still on top, but Norway on top based purely because they have uh, an extra few silver medals. Am I implying there that Germany has just won another gold medal somewhere? I uh, think the Nordic combined just finished. Ah, I think they got first, second, and third. Okay. That would make sense because um, that is... Uh, yeah, you, you are 100% correct. There we go. Uh, Johannes Radzek, the gold, uh, ahead of Fabian Reisel and Eric Frenzel. What a German trio that is. Um, fantastic. Germany sweep. Uh, so yeah, they are right up there. They've got to win another goal and they'll go to the top. Um, but the great news for Canada, they've leaped up into third place. Uh, eight gold, five silver, six bronze, 19 in total. Now, uh, I was trying to explain this to Mallory today, and this is obviously also dependent on Norway and Germany not winning any more gold. But basically, if uh, the Canadians can sweep the ice hockey, get the two gold there, and uh, somehow, I don't think they're going to get the gold in the women's curling, because I don't think they're going to make the... But if they could get the double-double, they could go to the top of the medal tally. But uh, also, look out for New Zealand. They might sweep the men's halfpipe. Imagine if New Zealand fucking swept the halfpipe. Like, I would quit. <laughs> That's Yeah, these... These new skiing sports that nobody does, I don't know. Yeah, like, just keep to the classics, you know? Uh, I mean, New Zealand's only medal is in the classic of slalom, you know? So, God. Uh, Netherlands still in four, six gold, five silver, three bronze. France, uh, picking up two silvers today, uh, and a gold, of course, in the biathlon. So, they had a pretty good day, the French. Five gold, four silver, four bronze. Uh, unfortunately, 
they had a good day. Uh, it was actually um, in the Andy Jung heat uh, when he crashed out. The good news is with that one, he did actually take out the French skater as he went down. So, you know, that was good news there. South Korea now on four gold, two silver, two bronze. And Australia, zero gold, two silver, one bronze. We're still there. Uh, so tomorrow, day 12 being that day, uh, we have a grand total of seven medal events tomorrow. So we're back up to a few more to talk about. The medal events that are happening, we have the women's downhill tomorrow. Lindsay Vaughn, can she get beaten by another fucking snowboarder or will she actually do well for once? Um, the two-woman bobsleigh will be decided tomorrow. The cross-country skiing, we have both the men's and the women's team sprint. Uh, the Blue Ribbon events of the Winter Olympics, let's be honest. Uh, freestyle skiing, men's ski cross uh, is on tomorrow. The medals have been decided in that one. And in the speed skating, we'll have the men's team pursuit and the women's team pursuit. New Zealand, of course, let's remember that they are in the men's team pursuit semi-finals. So uh, we don't have the half-pipe tomorrow. When is the half-pipe final? Is that... Uh, it's on uh, Thursday, so um, New Zealand could have a couple of good days here. Oh, God, what's happening? Um, Australians are in action tomorrow. Greta Small is back. She's in the... Uh, I like Greta. I really enjoyed her interview the other day. She broke down in tears and seems like a nice person. So I'm, I'm hoping Greta does well tomorrow. Uh, cross-country skiing, uh, we're back with our Jessica Yeaton and Barbara Jezezek and Callum Watson and Phil Bellingham are back in those as well. Uh, the figure skating, I will just say tomorrow, the ladies, I haven't gone over the nominal events, I'll do that in a second, but Kalani Crane will be on the ice. Uh, let's see if the off-the-podium curse can continue there. Um, and Anton Grimes, uh, waiting for his high tea. Uh, but the ski cross seeding will be on tomorrow, of course. So the non-metal events, I seem to be bouncing back all over the place here. Uh, we have the, uh, curling happening tomorrow. Men's women still going, of course. As I said, the ladies singles program starts in the short. Uh, the ice hockey, we have the bronze medal game tomorrow between Finland and the Olympic athletes of Russia. Two quarterfinals in the men's, the Czech Republic and the USA, Olympic athletes from Russia and Norway. Predictions for those ones, Jared, uh, Finland or Russia for the bronze in the women's? Uh, I'm going to go with Finland because, uh, there was one moment where they shoved a, uh, USA skater, pulled her by the helmet and shoved her to the ground, which I thought was great. Very Finnish. Uh, and what about the men's the quarters? Uh, Czech Republic and US and, uh, Olympic athletes in Russia and Norway. Uh, let's just go with the Czech Republic and, uh, the Norwegians. I'm going to say USA are going to peak. I see they're going to, I think everyone's expecting the Czechs to win that, but I, I don't know. I'm going to sneaky upset for the US. Uh, and I'm going to do the opposite of you. I'm going to say the Russians will take that one out. So uh, that's just a bold prediction. Uh, qualification, the men's big air is happening tomorrow. And uh, as we said, the uh, speed skating, both the men's and women's team pursuit. Day 12. Wow, we're really up to here already. Uh, it's gone by quickly, but uh, we're excited for it. As always, like us on Facebook. Use the hashtag off the podium uh, if you are following us on Twitter. And we appreciate uh, those who do, of course. And uh, we look forward to having your company with us tomorrow. Jared, always a pleasure, mate, to have you on the show. Thank you for your company. Thank you. Looking forward to uh, Jessica and Barbara putting aside that uh, famous feud tomorrow to team up in the cross-country. And I really hope that it works well for them. Uh, in the meantime, enjoy the rest of your day, and we'll speak to you next time on Off the Podium. Good night. Good night.